then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. I am your host. My name is Mickey. I usually host this podcast with my sister, Sam. Uh, We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. So welcome back to the show. If you've been following along, you will know that Sam is actually currently in Australia. Um, It's really exciting that she's there. It means that her business is taking off uh, and she's really walking the walk um, in inspiration and guidance and, you know, it's, it's working, right? Her business is growing and it's working. So, uh, it's just me for a little while. Um, but I am so excited to introduce this guest to you today. Uh, we did record this conversation when Sam was still here. Um, so she, she's a part of it and she's a very important part of it. Um, but I just have so much, love (laughs) for this woman. And I owe her so, so much. Her name is Corinne Brown. Um, Currently, she's living in Nova Scotia, Canada with her husband and three boys. Corinne has spent the last decade building a business to help support women in their journey through motherhood. She graduated in 2010 as a naturopathic doctor and jumped right into her own prenatal naturopathic clinic. Eventually, she was running the clinic, seeing patients attending births, and had a baby of her own in 2011. Knowing something had to give, she gave up her practice in 2014 and subsequently her ND title in in 2017 in exchange for freedom to run her business as she pleased. Fast forward to today, Corinne has created a 100% online heart-centered business called Brown Roots Love and a game-changing online natural labor preparation program preparation program called Love Your Labor. We will definitely be talking about this. Uh, Today, you can find her on Instagram, inspiring women to fight for their medical freedom with her 5D Mamas community and her book, Badass Birth Goddess. Empower yourself, avoid the labor funnel, and make your dream birth a fabulous reality. So we get into this whole story with how Corinne came into our lives um, in this episode. But I do want to say how much of an honor it is to have her on the show. Um, you know, I we've definitely talked about this before on the show. I think there's actually a couple episodes, if not one major episode on this quite early on that talks about the parallels between manifestation and the labor process. Um, there's like so many parallels with it. Um, but I will say that Corinne is is responsible for my beautiful birth experiences with both of my boys. Um, and Sam, I'm so glad she was a part of this conversation because she was such a witness to all of that. Like she watched my whole pregnancy, um, and how, uh, Corinne helped me prepare mentally and physically, um, for labor. Um, and it, it really is a game changer. Like, labor is such an important piece, um, in our experience as women. And so often we just sort of overlook it. Um, we, you know, we need to treat it like it's a marathon. Like we need to take it really seriously and, um, appreciate it for its ability to drastically change our perspective of life. Like it's such a spiritual experience. Um, 
And it right now it just looks like, you know, it's something that women just need to be treated for um, in this sort of patriarchal medical world that we live in. Um, and don't get me wrong, there are definitely... Um, you know, complications that can happen in pregnancy and in labor. And that is what the medical, what the hospital system is for. Absolutely. Um, but not all women need interventions in labor um, in order to have like the most sort of blissful, exciting, love filled, joy filled experience. And again, I do talk about this on the show, but I mean, we, we, it's funny. Like her program is called love your labor. And the first time I heard that, I was like, this sounds absolutely ridiculous. Um, there's no way that that's possible. Um, but the truth is it absolutely is. Um, my first birth, my first labor, uh, ended in C-section and I still enjoyed it. Um, in an emergency C-section, I guess I should say. And my second, I was able to have a VBAC, which is a vaginal birth after C-section. Um, and it went quite quickly and I enjoyed the whole thing from beginning to end. And right when it was over, I was like, I would do that again in a heartbeat. Like I just was taught all of the things that I needed to know um, before going in and going into labor, into one of the most profound experiences of my life. Um, and I love both of those experiences that I've had dearly. Um, and honestly, one of the motivating factors for having another child is the labor experience. I'm like, I just want to do it one more time just to see if I can like nail it, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, that's not me hinting. I'm not pregnant. Um, but it is one of the things that I think about. I'm like, oh yeah, I get to do labor. I get to do labor again. Like if that doesn't tell you everything about what she taught me and, and my experience from her programs. Um, and today I will let you know as well, I'm going to link all of her programs in the show notes, but you can type in the code OMJ to get a hundred dollars off any of her programs, which is really, really exciting. Um, and they're worth every penny. In my opinion, she's not charging enough for them because <laughs> like this is the most profound experience you will have in your life. If you are pregnant or you know someone who's pregnant, please share this episode with them. Um, and you know, tell them the coupon for a hundred dollars off any of her programs. Um, I don't want to hold this back any further. This is such a wonderful, juicy, beautiful conversation that, um, nicely ties together, not only labor and birth and all of the things, um, that women, uh, go through, but tying it into manifestation and the law of attraction. So I, I hope that you enjoy this conversation. Let us know if you did tag us on, um, on Instagram, uh, take screenshots of the episode and tag us. Cause we'd love to hear from you. Um, and without further ado, this is Corinne Brown of Brown Roots Love and the Love Your Labor program and so many other things. Uh, I hope you enjoy. And without further ado, here is Corinne Brown from Brown Roots Love. Hi, you. Yes, you. We heard you. Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. 
Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to our manifestation journey. I'm your host, Mickey. And I'm Sam. And we have a guest on today that I have been trying to call into the show, I feel like since we started this podcast. Yeah. Actually, that long ago. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. Charlie was... Your I was pregnant with Charlie. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you're going to have a little bit of a hint of um, what this podcast is about from the title, but like, I just want to like jump friggin into it welcome corinne brown from the love your labor from brown roots oh my goodness thank you so much for being here thank you guys so much for having me i am so honored like oh, i don't even know where to start i'm not i so don't know excited. where to start okay Can i we think start from the beginning we, well we, we should start with corinne's story like yeah, let's start with you, like you know your background where you come from how you got into yeah. this labor stuff um mm. and then the similarities between our two stories i can't but like keep just yeah tell us all the things okay Okay. Amazing. So I will start with basically my formal education. So I became a naturopathic doctor. Um, I graduated in 2010 um, and I actually ran a prenatal naturopathic clinic inside a midwifery office for a few years um, in and around there, actually in 2011. So a year after graduating, I had my first baby and that birth went sideways. I had a planned home birth actually turned into a C-section. Um, so I was this prenatal naturopathic doctor who was helping all these other women have natural births and then couldn't pull it off myself. So I was also a labor doula at the time. Um, and so I was supporting women and um, attending their births and really starting to see a lot of like women not being informed about their choices, women being disempowered in the labor process and was starting to really bother me. Um, and that was actually when I started to create this system in my clinic that was called the four-step natural labor prep system at the time does not roll off the tongue very smoothly, but that was helping women to really kind of get this very well-rounded education and, and, uh, be able to have more empowered births and that seeing women so empowered really lit this fire within me. Like, this is what I'm here to do. Like, this is how I'm going to serve the world. And so I created that four-step natural labor prep system, um, actually into an online program and process and protocol that is called love your labor. Um, and I used that protocol when I was pregnant with my second baby, preparing for it and everything, and was able to achieve this like unmedicated, perfect, natural VBAC and actually that same year was the year that I was introduced to Abraham. So I don't think that that is a coincidence wow. whatsoever because I was 
I finally was like, okay, I get this vibration piece. And then in combination with love your labor was able to pull off this amazing VBAC. So I was like, okay, now I need everybody to know about this. So I created a webinar, which is actually how Michaela and I got connected. Um, but that webinar, I've basically been running and promoting weekly for the last seven years almost. Um, And then four years ago, just about four years ago, almost like less than a month away, um, I I manifested the most Mm -hmm. divine um, home birth experience that I could have ever imagined. On Mother's Day. On Mother's Day. So like the synchronicities of all of these things, it's just like there is no coincidence Mm -hmm. there whatsoever. Um, Did all the work to manifest that beforehand. So like it all panned out so perfectly. And so now, four years later, I have shifted my brand a little bit because I'm not just you know, the former naturopathic doctor who's talking about empowering women in birth. I am so much more now in the vibration space and talking about energy and how that relates to labor and birth. So that's really what makes me so applicable and perfect for this podcast. Oh my goodness. And I remember this. I remember when you, so you were doing the, you were uploading the videos when I was in the program four years ago. Which is crazy. Oh my God. Because right? George turns mm-hmm. four in September. Oh my God, where's the time go? Um, so I was like, I was part of that group when you were still pregnant. And I remember how excited I was when you had your at home all natural labor on Mother's Day. I'm like, she would have it on Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so amazing. So, but I was also like, I was noticing the language in your program. And it's when we had started really leaning into Abraham and everything else. And I was like, she's all woo-woo. She's, it's coming out. Like (laughs) I could tell him like, Mace, she believes in manifestation. Mace, look, like my husband, Mason, Um, you know, like he would watch the videos with me and like, we would learn about labor and everything together. And you would talk about, you'd like throw the word in, right? You'd like talk. And I was like, oh, like she's, yeah, she's totally into this stuff. So now four years later, I'm like, this is so cool that we're in a space where it can be openly addressed Mm -hmm. and explained how important it is to have that visualization. And you changed the game for me because I, so when I was pregnant with George, um, we can go into this in a little bit of detail a little bit later, but when I was pregnant with George and I had the C-section, I tried, did all the right things, right? I did everything. And then I had to kind of grieve the process of not having a natural labor. And it was tough for me. So when I got pregnant again, all I had for reference for my experience was a C-section. So I, I reached out to you and I was like, I need your help because I, anytime I think about labor, all I think about is ending in a C-section and I want it to end naturally. And I need your help in guiding me with that. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll just create a guided visualization for you. I'm like, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> remember that. So I was like, and you did. And it was, um, I bawled the first time I heard it. I cried from beginning to end. Like I was just so into it. And I actually sent it to a friend of mine who was nine months pregnant. She didn't even get halfway through it. And she went into labor. (laughs) Powerful visualization. Really powerful visualizations. Yeah. Like her, her water broke, I think halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, Listening to it. I couldn't get through the whole thing. Yeah. Got a little distracted. (laughs) It's really powerful guys. Um, but I, I was so touched. Like I was so grateful because I, I was like, she gets it. Like you understood that, that the power of that visualization, um, is what I really needed to support me. And you took the time 
to create it just for me. I'm like, that's just so nice. <laughs> Cause yeah, I know how busy you are with kids and everything. So it's actually become part of the program now. And there's a whole entire manifestation module, um, now, but yeah, like, I mean, that just, I remember that, that day also very clearly. And I, I have this like inside of me, it's like other women's birth experiences are as important to me as my own, because I know, like, if you think about the collective consciousness, right? Like how mm-hmm. much, how much higher of a vibration you are when you have a positive birth experience compared to when you have a traumatic one. And it's like, if we're here to elevate the the vibration mm-hmm. of the planet, if we're here to, to raise everybody up, like this is a huge way to do that because then women move into motherhood empowered and informed and it's a totally different ball game. Totally. Right? And not to mention the energy for the soul coming in. Oh yeah. Oh my right. God. Like yeah. they, they feel the energy all from you all the time as a mother. Mm-hmm. So when you're, when, you, if you have a traumatic birth experience, that soul feels that as well. And of course, you know, they're like, kids are resilient. They bounce back. But like, don't you want to welcome this soul to the <laughs> planet with like a loving, happy, excited, empowered mom versus like a, a terrified mother? Yeah. Like, right. I mean, there's yeah. gotta be some, some, uh, some truth to that, of course. Um, so I do want to explain the story of how we found you. Cause I think it's really cool. Yeah. So we, before we found your program, we actually attended the live birth of Sam's sister-in-law Yeah. in the United States in a military hospital. Yeah. And she wanted us to be in the room. So we were like, and I was six months pregnant at the time. Yeah. So I was like, Ooh, maybe this is a good thing for me. Maybe I should be, this is good. I'm going to be here for this. And the whole time she struggled, she was in a lot of pain. She was like resisting every single contraction. She was like begging for help. She finally did get an epidural, which was really good for her. Like she She definitely wanted to do like, no, no epidural. She was trying to do all natural, natural, but she had no prep, no no support, no support, no knowledge, no nothing. She just just was like, I want to try this. Yeah. And it would came on way stronger. And even she called us, we were in Canada and had to drive down to Washington, Washington. State. Yeah. Washington state. Um, and or she called us because it's, that's on the West coast, Washington. Oh whatever, DC. yeah. DC. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. On the West, <laughs> on the East coast folks. Anyway. So she called us and was like, I'm scared. Yeah. Right. Like she was instantly like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, well, that's going to be a really hard labor if you don't want to do it. Or, and you can't avoid this. And, right. Like but, you're going in, whether you yeah. like it or not. Yeah. So we got down there and we were doing the best we could to support her. We actually got her up at one point and we're like trying to dance with her and yeah. help her through the contractions and like just what we t- thought naturally to try and do to help. And I'm like, gravity should be helping. Maybe she should be standing. Yeah. <laughs> she was stuck in the bed, right? Like the, the classic, the classic look. Um, totally. Yeah. So we, we helped her the best that we could. She did get an epidural, which for her, I think was really beneficial because yeah, she was really she stressed and really relax. struggling. Yeah. She was so yeah. stressed. It's just like when she had her epidural, she was just like a little bit more like calm yeah. down, which yeah. was better for her, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so when it was time for the labor to happen, we were in the room, but we were behind a curtain. Yeah. <laughs> so we couldn't actually see the whole thing, but we were like, we love you, Meg. <laughs> like off, like behind a curtain. And like, you know, she actually did really well and yeah, she was able to push did. the baby out and yeah. it was all okay. Um, but after that experience, I talked to Sam and I'm like, Sam, there's gotta be a better way than like, this. Like, I don't think this is 
this is not this how it's supposed your, to go. It doesn't have to be your story. Right. Yeah. So it was really, it was the contrast, right? That Abraham, you need that contrast for clarity. Absolutely. So I was calling in that clarity. And then it came across Sam's phone. Yeah, it was on my phone. Your Facebook oh app. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Came on Sam, like, which is weird. Yeah. Like I'm the one talking all baby all the time. You think my phone would have picked it up, but no. no. <laughs> my phone picked it up. And yeah. I was like, oh, Mickey, look at, look at this. Love your labor course. And Maybe I was like, what is it called? And she's like, loved your labor. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like easy hippie. So, <laughs> so Sam attended the webinar with me and I was obviously super impressed. I think it was like an hour and a half, right? It was like 90 yep. minutes. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was insane. Yeah. There's so much value. So just much in the free 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, how is there more? So of course I signed up for it. And Sam actually took some of the courses with me. Like she was learning all about like what zero station means and all that stuff. Cause Sam was going to be in the room. Right. Yeah. So she wanted to know. And then Mason, of course, is super supportive. And there's all these videos for couples too. Yeah. So he watched them with me. Um, and I just, there's so many things I want to say about this program. Like, I don't know where to start. I initially wanted to do this, this interview when I was expecting, but of course the audience knows that I had a miscarriage, but I was like, as soon as I was expecting it, I was like, yes, I'm going to have Corinne on the show. I'm going to be all pregnant and stuff. And it's going to be like, <laughs> perfect. Like, we're just going to do this together. Um, <laughs> of course that didn't go through, but I was like, no, I still want to have her on the show yeah. because my experiences are so important. And you say it in your courses where you say, you know, everyone pays attention to when they get married. Everyone like spends a whole bunch of money in that. Like that's the biggest day of their life. No one invests in preparing for the most epic spiritual, like moment of your life as a woman, no one prepares for this. And it doesn't make any sense. Like invest in it, invest in it. Like I can't say it more like, like proudly, strongly, like guys, like ladies, like if you know someone that's pregnant, like invest in this because it's not only for you and your growth and your empowerment, but the soul that you're bringing in this little person that you're trying to introduce to the world, they deserve a beautiful experience and your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause most partners stand by and they're like, like she's in pain. I don't know what to do. Like they're, they just feel so helpless and your program gives like all of the resources for everyone involved down to like, you have like a visualization binder. This is when I took it four years ago. So you can like, you know, elaborate on this, but there were so many resources to support me. And even though my first birth, I tried to have it at home, like you ended in a C-section, right? And I was like devastated, but I loved it. You saw it. Yeah. You were there. It was a friggin' shit show. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like we thought George was, they thought he was head down and he wasn't. So I was like trying to push, and it was his back that was down. So there was like no way to push him out. Him in half. No, I couldn't. There was no way to push him out. Um, so I was pushing and pushing and pushing, and they were like, he should have been here by now because my labor up until that point had progressed so quickly. Like the midwives were blown away. They're like, how did you, how did you do this? Like, how did you get 
they are so fast. And I, I, later I told them about the program and they were like, oh my God, like this is intense. Um, so, and then my second time around, of course, with your support again, um, I was able to have a VBAC, which if people don't know what that means, it's a vaginal uh, birth after C-section. So, um, and when you tell doctors that you have one, they're like, oh, like I've done it a couple of times where I was like, yeah, my first C-section, second was a VBAC. And they go, what? You had a VBAC? <laughs> what? Like, because most women are taught, right? That, oh, you have one C-section. Oh, you'll just have another one, right? Yeah. Like they're not told that VBACs are completely possible. And I was told by my doctor when I got pregnant with Charles that I wouldn't be able to have a VBAC. Like he was like, no, it's too, they're too close together. And I messaged you and you're like, Fuck yeah, you can. <laughs> I talk about you in my course. I'm like, the recommended time is 18 months, but Michaela went 16. It was 16. It was 16. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually and it was 15 like, and a half to be, to be right on. It was 15 and a half. Yeah. 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 And it was for your support. Like you were like, hell yeah, you can. And it was like, <laughs> hell yeah, I can. <laughs> it's a guideline. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so that's kind of the point that I kind of want to bring all of this to is that there has been so much conditioning on all of us in terms of what's normal in quotations for labor. And I want to give you the floor here to like help people transition out of what we have been told is normal for labor and what, yes, what you're trying to help people do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love that question. Um, so in my webinar, which has now become, it's evolved a little bit into uh, a longer form workshop. Um, but I talk about the societal birth bias, Mm. which is basically the idea that society as a whole kind of believes that natural birth is pointless and they don't understand the benefits. They don't understand why anybody would ever want to feel their contractions if they could go to the hospital and numb them out. Right. They're like, why do you want to have pain? Right. They just don't get it. But that's because like, think about it, right? Popular media, TV, movies always show us this very scary, painful, highly medicalized, super traumatizing experience. And that is why women are so afraid. And that is why your sister-in-law called you up and said, I am terrified. This is happening now because nobody was there to normalize it for her. Nobody was there to support her and actually help her tap into the headspace that you need to be in, in order for your hormone, like it's a hormonal process. So if you're in a fight or flight mode mentally, then your body is responding to that hormonally and you physically are not able to mount a good, strong labor, like hormonal picture that will allow your labor to unfold smoothly and efficiently. So it's a real disservice that has happened to women. And like, if you read my book, the whole history behind it, right? It was this big, like propaganda smear campaign. If you guys saw the business of being born, which was like transformational for me. Yeah, it was transformational. Yeah. Yeah. Like then, you know, that this was actually all set up literally a hundred years ago. Now we're a century in um, (laughs) where midwives were smeared. The hospital was propped up as this like ideal place with the doctors, with the crisp white coats and the handsome, you know, quiet, like set up there. Um, And that midwives were dirty and poor and only for uneducated people. And so women were flocking to the hospital, but it was actually this twilight sleep and they were being drugged throughout their, their labors. And it was just an absolute nightmare. And so, but, and so that, you know, has changed, but now we're into a totally different 
issue, which is what I call the labor funnel, which is a similar thing. It's like a series of unwanted or unnecessary medical interventions that I always say like steals women's natural birth experiences from them. And it's only, and this is why like VBAC is so important to me because it's like, you have to be educated. You have to know these pitfalls. You have to be able to advocate for yourself. And in order to do all of those things, you have to understand your body and the birth process. So it all comes back to just like empowerment. Like you're actually in charge here. You have to take the wheel and, and direct and steer this, this experience, because if you totally just give away all your power to the doctors, then they will make the decisions that are easiest for them. Right. Right. And they'll go home at the end of the night and they'll be eating their dinner and your birth is the last thing on their minds. Mm. But this is a tattoo on your soul. Right. That's how I always describe it. It's like it's going to impact you on every level of your being in vivid detail for as long as you live. So it's like of the utmost importance that you take the time, you understand, you do this work and then you absolutely crush it on the day because you're just you're just so ready. No matter what happens, you crush it. Exactly. That's the thing. And there's like. I'm a prime example that birth can go sideways sometimes, but when you're in an empowered mindset, you don't feel traumatized by it. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Which is- you've got tools and you can be like, well, no, literally I did everything in my power and this was how it was meant to be. Yes. You can make exactly. peace with it then. Yes. You know, like then that's, that's what I would keep telling myself. I literally did every single thing that I could. And apparently George was still like, no, I'm coming in the way I want to. And I was like, ah, like, is this the first lesson in motherhood where it's like, <laughs> you're trying to do everything right. And your kid's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> basically yeah yeah um oh I had a question there from what you were saying and it left my brain but I'm I'm sending the intention that it comes back yeah you go okay um can you in your to your best ability describe what a natural birth is like like because because I'm assuming there are people who are like Ooh, this is new for me. What what would be the benefit of me doing that? Like I why, remember my question now and it's along this line. So okay. that's perfect. <laughs> why should I why should I do this? Like what am I missing out on? Like, mm. can you describe that? Oh man. Oh, man. oh my God. Take the floor. Oh, question. I just got goosebumps. Um well, I just I think it is the greatest ecstasy known to women. Um, you know, if you are able to like hormonally, like I said, it's, it's designed to be an ecstatic experience. It's designed to be an extremely loving, blissful, mm-hmm. literally divine, mm-hmm. um, experience. And when you get drugs, not that there's never a time and place for them, there absolutely is. But when you have a medicated birth, you actually don't have access to that. So it's like, you put in all this work. It's like running a marathon or climbing a mountain, right? It's like any kind of feat that you're like, oh man, I really want to do that. And some people don't have the urge and that's fine. Like some people are not drawn to natural birth. Um, but if you are even a little bit, like don't try to wing it, like really truly do, <laughs> do the, do the work to educate so that you like, it's like training for a marathon. You wouldn't try to wing a marathon. Don't try to wing this. Like, but it is, it is probably the most empowering thing because you feel like you can do anything after that. It's true. Like with every contraction, you're like, fuck yeah, I did it. Yeah. Yes. That one was awesome. Oh my God. Bring on the next. Like you get in this real like warrior headspace. Yes. And that is so beneficial. I feel, you know, for a, a woman heading into motherhood, which is like the craziest time. Like I almost feel like you, 
you want to protect the birth experience in order to protect the postpartum. Yes. You don't want absolutely. a woman. Right. Yes. It's like, it's like, it's not just about the birth. Like people are like, yes. well, it's all about a healthy baby. It's like, well, yes, but also the mother's disposition and her experience impacts so much how the postpartum goes and that affects the baby so yes. much. Yes. Right. So I would say natural birth is it's, it's the greatest accomplishment I think that I've ever achieved um, and that I've helped so many other women to achieve. And like, they have literally said like, Corinne, your program or like my birth has changed my life. Like it has changed my perspective. I am a different person after it. And I think that that really speaks to the connection, right? That you feel like to nature and to your like primal instincts. And it's just like, whoa, there's more to this than yes, society or the media makes it seem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's so I can't like, I just want to say hell yes to every single thing that you said. Because like <laughs> coming out of even George's labor, I'm laying on the stretcher holding him after my C-section. I look up at Mason, I'm like, I'd do it again. And he's like, Are you kidding me? He's like, I I'm gonna need some time to recover from this. Like, how? And it was the same with Charles. Like instantly I'm like popping um trail mix. I've got Charles in my my lab and popping trail mix. I'm like, yeah, any I would do it again anytime. Like I'm just like, that is like, it's honestly, and you said this in your program, you're like, I, I'm so sad that this is gonna be my last labor, but like, you know, three kids is enough. I'm like, I can't believe she's saying this. What does she mean? She said, but I get it now after yeah. two kids. Like I genuinely enjoyed my labor. The second time I, my, when my water broke with Charles, I was like, yes, like, it's like go time. Like I'm like pumped. Like not only is this baby going to be here in less than a day, but like, you know, I get to do it again. I get to do like what you said, like you beat a contraction and you're like, oh, nailed that one. And then another one comes yeah. and you're like, I could have done better on that one. And then you get another <laughs> one and you're like, yeah, I nailed it. Like, you know, it's like this internal game almost. Yeah, absolutely. And like the second time too, I was really emotional during transition, which is when that when it's finally time to actually push the baby out. So you're done with dilating, right? And then it's time for the baby to actually move through the canal and then out into the world. And, um, when that time came, I was so excited because it didn't really hurt. Like it did, but there were these breaks and I was like, there's breaks. Like I was like, you know, the baby's starting to come out and then it would be a break. And I'd like, look around like, what time is it? Like, I'm, you know, I'm like super chill and then, oh, no, here comes another one. And I'm gone. Right. For whatever that contraction is. I can't wait to talk about my perspective on this. Um, so, you know, and I'm like, I go in, right. And I'm not recognizable when I go in, like I'm like in the contraction and I loved, I can't even explain how much I love the feeling of the contraction starts and I push and the pain goes away mm-hmm. in yeah, transition into the pain. That was mind blowing to me. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I'm just pushing now the pain's gone. Cause that's the point, right? The contraction comes and the point is it's your cue to push and help the baby. I'm like, this is the most mind blowing thing. And like the ring of fire. Yeah. It hurts. You know, the baby's crowning. Mm, it stings, but like, that's like the worst part, but it's not even that bad. It wasn't even that bad. Like I was like, eh, like it stings, but like it's it, to me, I'm like, it's the finish line folks. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm it's so like the excited. excited at the very end. So you can yeah. mentally be like, all right, I can do it. I'm yeah. Ready. Cause then on the other side is the baby and your visualization of the baby coming out, landing on my chest. I was bawling like, and it was, you know, like you explain it, like they're sticky and gooey and like, you know, all of those things. 
But that's such an important piece of oh, manifestation, right? It's yes. like visualizing yourself on the other side of it. Yes. Don't worry about all the in between. Just yeah. like what's happening when you've accomplished it. And so like, yes. that's where you want to place your focus. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And so I was like over the moon, like, you know, like you say, that state of ecstasy, that state of like, I can feel it really in my body right now. And you mm-hmm. don't feel that any other time in your life, like nothing compares to it. And, you know, like you say, like, you know, if you are curious about this experience, like this is something I personally believe that we are meant to experience and that it's like the most, it's like the longest period of time that you are connected with the divine. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. you can do it through orgasm, but it's not that long. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, yeah. this, this is, is the better, only time. I think. <laughs> yeah. You get a reward at the end and it's like yeah. this beautiful little being that's like first time on the planet and you're so in love with your partner and you did it together, which is another thing that I want to address here soon, but I want to hear your perspective I too. on it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah. They really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling, M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Okay. Let's hear the outsider in the room. Like, I've never had a baby. I've yeah. never been pregnant, never had a baby. So um, it's been like <laughs> laugh out loud for me. Like, it's just been like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> watching from the outside has been so 
interesting. Like it's been so fun and <laughs> mind blowing. Like I can see, seats. I had front row seats, like front row seats. <laughs> <laughs> the splash zone. I was in the splash zone. <laughs> um, oh my God. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even see, see that. I don't even see. What no. See, and right? that's, and that's like one conversation that we've, we've been having because Mickey is in her, her, her labor land. Like she's in her own zone, right? Everybody and anybody outside of her is like these like semi mystical beings that just like appear in your consciousness for a brief second. And then we all disappear and you're back in your Basically, own little that's labor exactly land. Like. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, it's yeah. exactly like you come out. You're in a contraction. Like come out consciousness, and you're like water, unconscious. And someone hands you water, and you're like, "All right, thanks. See you later. Yeah. Go back in." Like, like conscious, yeah. unconscious. Yeah. Conscious, unconscious. Yeah. And the conscious part doesn't last very long. No. It's <laughs> ma- mainly just unconscious the whole time. Yeah. And <laughs> so I can kind of see as the outsider, especially in a patriarchy yes. society, a yes. male dominated society who want to view things, who want to help, want to support, yeah. who view this experience. And they're just like, God damn, like we got to intervene <laughs> here. This poor woman. <laughs> like she is, did you hear that sound? She like, what is happening over there? You know, meanwhile, because, you know, Mickey has taken your course. So we're all checking in when, when she has these moments of consciousness and are you okay? She's like, yep, I'm good. We're like, she's, she says she's fine. (laughs) She says that she's fine. Ignore everything you see (laughs) and hear and hear and and everything ignore all. And so as the outsider, your body, like I found myself responding very strongly to her experience. It's this visceral, like, there's nothing I can do. Like panic in your body. Like people on the outside are panicking (laughs) or you, because you are in, in pain this, and in pain right. and trauma you're and i know like when we scream out in pain this isn't you didn't scream out but like when you make those sounds that is a cry for help like that's just like your body automatically biologically yeah. respond to that like if you hear your child cry you respond if you hear a wounded animal right you go what's happening right. like your body responds and panics to that. Mm-hmm. So to have these outside conversations with you where you're just like, oh yeah, no, I was cu- cool as a cucumber. Just, <laughs> and like have a you have a baby at the end and you're like, I would do it again. I'm like, did you see? Were you there? No. Like no, I wasn't. There. Like you had a bait I you were ripped in half. Like I <laughs> and there were three of you. Yeah. Like it was, it was Sam and it was Mason, my husband and Sam's husband. So there were moments where I'm like, you know, in a very compromising position on all fours, on a bed moaning, Mason has to go to the bathroom. Who has to step in? Sam's husband. So he's like, he's doing that position that you taught, right? Which is the squeezing of the hips game changer, by the way, literally cuts your contractions in half or more unbelievable, but you need someone strong and with endurance to do that 
for every contraction leading up. So Nace was amazing, but then I, I needed help when he had to go to the bathroom. So poor, poor Nick, he's seen me in some very interesting oh, he's, positions. He's seen it all. There's no seems, secrets. He's not Nick and I. by anything. No, no, he's very sweet. He's Obviously, like and he wouldn't be in the room if he wasn't, wasn't yeah. able to help. But I had a There's whole like team. a tribe. There's a tribe. There was a tribe. It was a whole team of people. Yeah. yeah, it was huge. And two midwives. Yeah. Like I was like fully supported. And yeah. and if you're comfortable, that's a gift. Absolutely. Sure. And I, mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted that much support and I knew Mason needed it. And so you guys were making sure he was hydrated and yeah. like taking care of him mm-hmm. as well. So it was, it was unbelievable. And that is, it is something that I really, really want to mention. That's really important here. Like you teach it in your course that the, the hormone exchange between you and your partner during labor actually progresses labor. Mm. And that to me is something that is robbed of all of these couples that are having children because like he and I, it was a team effort. Like I could not have done it without him. Like he was integral to my experience. And when we were done, when the baby was here, I was like, wow, like, thank you. You know? And I was like, we did this, we did this together. It wasn't just me. I could not have done it without him. So, and it's not just like who's there and supporting you. That's really helpful too. But it's like, you call it the love hormone, right? Like his smells and his words and his everything made my body relax, put me into the vibration of love, which made everything easier, right? Makes labor progress, makes the baby descend, all of that stuff. Like it's integral and people just, they just don't have that. Mm -hmm. And it breaks my heart. Like, it's just like, like it can be the best thing ever. And instead it's traumatizing for people. I'm not sure if you have any thoughts on that, even your experience with your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Because my husband wouldn't like men don't inherently know what to do. They don't have this very maternal instinct that you need in labor. Um, But yeah, that's why it's a whole entire module because yes, hormonally, like your body is used to uh, producing oxytocin, which is your love hormone, your bonding hormone, your cuddle hormone and your orgasm hormone and your labor hormone. So that is not an accident that mother nature, God, source universe set it up that way. Like that is not an accident. You think back in the day, two people make a baby together, a woman's laboring, like he's probably going to be there. He's probably going to be holding her hand, supporting her, rubbing her forehead. Like, and then that helps to stimulate more oxytocin and bring this labor on more and more and more. So it's actually so strategic. And as a doula, I am like, I'm not saying don't get a doula because it's always, as you guys are demonstrating, amazing to have an extra set of hands, always amazing to have that extra, you know, extra bit of care. Um, Like you say, for the labor support person even, or have somebody who's experienced to advocate for you with the doctors or the nurses or whatever, always beneficial to have a doula. I would never say don't, but I would say if it's not in the budget that your partner can be an absolute freaking rock star in your birth experience as your labor support. Um, with just a little bit of training. Yeah. It doesn't take yeah. much. It's like a handful of videos and Mace is like good to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so many partners are just like, yeah, this is her thing. Like I've totally attended births where the partner's downstairs working, you know, he's on his phone, he's doing his thing. And she, he, they're like, she's doing her thing. And I'm like, yeah, no, you actually <laughs> This is also your baby. We need you here. Yeah. Um, so it's it's whatever makes people most comfortable, right? But I just uh-huh. physiologically, and I always come back to that, like 
hormonally, um, this is actually going to propel you forward. And then it makes the partner feel empowered and useful and helpful. Yes. And then you guys have this beautiful bonding opportunity that really you don't get that many opportunities in your life or in your relationship to have this like super intense, like, okay, you got to be my rock. you got to be my person hundred percent there. Like, and they're like, okay, I got you no matter what, like there aren't that many opportunities Mm -hmm. there you're working so closely and so hard together. Yeah. Um, and I really just, I get goosebumps even talking about it. Like it really is something that I hate for women to lose that opportunity yeah. to pass yeah. up that opportunity to, to experience. Yeah. And I think it's important to mention too, you, you mentioned it um, with the hormone, right? It's the oxytocin. And so that's the hormone that they fake in hospitals, right? Where it's, they say it's oxytocin, but it's Pitocin. Yes. And that's what makes the labor frontal start, right? That's where the contractions come on really hard. You can explain a little bit of that if you like. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of risk factors that I talk about um, in my workshop, but just Typical things, you know, like even unfortunately reaching a due date these days is a risk factor that yes. causes doctors to put pressure on women. Okay, we got to get this induction going. We got to, mm-hmm. or there's a number of other things, little pitfalls, obstacles that women can fall into where they're like, okay, we need to do this induction. So they, sorry for my dog coughing. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys can hear that. Yeah, um, that's, that's normal for our podcast. We've had everything happen on this show. We okay, record great. in real life. It's all good. <laughs> IRL. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh gosh, what was I talking about? Pitocin, <laughs> due date. Right, the funnel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they get women, they're like, okay, we need to do this induction. Women are like, oh gosh, there's something wrong with me or like something going on with my baby. Okay, we got right. to right. So then they induce and then the Pitocin causes contractions to be way stronger, longer, harder, closer together than your natural labor contractions would be. So the women are like, okay, I'm tapping out. I need, and sorry, Pitocin also doesn't cross the blood brain barrier. So you don't actually get that, um, that ecstatic, the relief in your brain. Right. Yeah. And you don't get the post, like the post birth ecstasy that you get with a natural birth. So Pitocin, yes, it causes the uterus to contract, but it doesn't cause all the endorphins and the, all the other pleasure hormones that cause that pleasurable effect at the end. Right. So the Pitocin is really difficult. Then the epidural is most often next, which slows down the labor, which then they need to add more Pitocin. And so then the baby is being exposed to these really long, hard, close contractions, which is not how it was designed to be. Mm. Labor is not like that naturally. Um, And then the baby goes into distress and then we have medical emergency and then everybody's panicking and flying around the labor and delivery room. And then it's like interventions, right? These are all, it's just a sequence of interventions. So vacuum forceps episiotomy, or like in our case, a full on C-section might be required. So it's like, if we could just avoid the Pitocin at the beginning of that, all the rest of it would not have come to pass. Right. Right. And not to say that these things haven't, you know, if you're comfortable, I think this is like an important thing to say is that everyone's experience is so different. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you are in a state where you're like, you know, the baby's not coming and I would like Pitocin or I would like, we're not here to negate anyone's experience. If your experience was beautiful and you were happy with it, that's awesome. If you wanted a C-section, that's also awesome. Like if you're like, I don't want to feel shit. I just want to have a C-section. Fine. Like, and you're proud of that. Good for you. This is for the people who maybe may not have known that there could be a better way, or it could be maybe not better. is not the right word, an easier way for you. Um, and still have the natural labor. Like if it's something that you're thinking about, or if you've had a traumatic birth experience and you want 
it to go better next time. Um, this is something that I feel like is just really important to be made known and accessible to women. Like that's the kind of main message that I want to bring from this. Oh yeah. And I say that too, all the time. Like my goal is for women to have a positive empowered birth, however that looks for them. I'm not, I'm not partial to, um, your birth experience being natural or not. It's everybody's, you know, if we've learned anything in this last couple of years, it's that like, we're all different. We all have different perspectives. We all have different beliefs. We all make different medical decisions and it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Nobody should pressure anybody to have any kind of a medical, um, intervention, but it's, you know, if you don't want the medical interventions, that's where this kind of education is super important Yes, because you do need to know what to avoid in order to avoid it. Yeah. And there's, there's two things actually that I want to speak on this. And the one is when you talk about your program and how it, um, empowers women, what I want to say is what your program did for me is taught me not only with labor, but how to deal with pain Mm. in my brain. So I've used it outside of labor, right? Like I've used it, you know, during the miscarriage, like when I was, I was, you have contractions in your miscarriage. So I used it. Like I used what you taught in your program to deal with that kind of pain. So it, it does teach that empowerment, Mm -hmm. right? Anytime you're in a situation where something's going on in your body, you teach, like, you know, you breathe and you sort of take your time and you visualize healing and like all of these things, like there's all these things that you can do instead of being a victim to the pain, you can, you can move through it with that sense of empowerment. So that's really important (laughs) that I feel like it's really strong to mention. I'll never forget that ice, the ice cube video. Is that still in there? (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's so funny. Like (laughs) when does this ice cube experiment where she's holding onto it and like thinking about the pain and it's like really funny. I mean, if you just sign up for that, it's freaking hilarious. And then, (laughs) but then you do it with the breathing technique and focusing on something else. And the the time goes by quicker. And I think I actually tried it after out of curiosity and it does work. Um, And I use this even in yoga. Like I was using it in yoga the other day where I was like, I was focusing on the pain in this one stance. I was like, no, breathe pay attention to something or like focus, right? Like anyway, you can use it all the time. So that's the one thing I wanted to mention. The other thing I want to mention, which I think is really funny and um, important is that um, my, how do I explain this? My sexuality journey evolved because of your program. So I never, I never masturbated before your program, but I was like, I am going to ace this program. I'm going to do anything I can for this baby. I love it when it's part of a course material. Mickey's like, I got to try this thing in order to get an A in this course. I'm like, what? Oh my God. So you, which it's a problem in itself. I was 20. You allowed somebody else to tell you that it's time. It's time. Um, But like, yeah, no, I was 20. What was I in Hydro? I was 28. And I'd never masturbated before. And this isn't a secret from the show. It might be if this is your first episode listening. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've revealed this on the show before. But it was my, you know, you were talking about that, how the energy of that area, it's like the blood flow and physically all of those things. But stimulating the energy in that area is really good for both you, obviously, and the baby. And so, yeah, I took that really seriously. I just can't. <laughs> And I never looked back. So thank you, Corinne, for exposing and um, helping me with this new area of my life. I really appreciate it. You (laughs) are so welcome. I'm so glad that I was the catalyst for that. And yeah, like I really have no filter with this stuff. Like I have made a YouTube video about this, masturbating and labor. Um, 
it's, you know, Ina May Gaskin always says like a woman in labor should sound exactly like a woman who's having incredible yeah. sex. They should sound exactly the same. And there's a lot of similarities between sex and labor. Yeah. Um, you know, the oxytocin piece for one, like yeah. all of that, the sounds that you make and, uh, yeah, the, the blood, blood flow, flow yeah. the blood flow, it's super important. And we can see this so clearly in men, but we don't think about it as women as often with women. Um, but so important for, um, the labor process to like, you know, the efficiency of it, but also to reduce tearing because yes. you think about, you know, uh, a penis when it fills with, with blood gets larger. Well, same thing with a vulva and yep. that is going to allow it to reduce the likelihood of stretching. Right. There's more lubrication. It's larger, it's more flexible. Right. Right. And that is actually how it's designed to be. Yeah. And I have seen the odd uh, video on YouTube of a woman that's in labor, but you can tell she's having orgasms in labor. I was never able to get to that point. Maybe I will. Either. I don't know, but I'm I like, so fascinating. I'm open-minded to it. I'm like, well, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> orgasmic so, birth. Yeah. Orgasmic birth. Like that's, that's a thing. So yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. keep that in mind. There's a whole like, documentary on it called orgasmic birth. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's fascinating. That. Yeah. That is fascinating. I think from like a energetic point, even when you're talking about pain, like you're focusing on something else, mm-hmm. right. Is that's, that's the manifestation world, right. Yes. It's mm-hmm. instead of focusing on like creating more of the environment that I don't really want. Right. I want to manifest this over here. It's like focus over there. Then like put your attention over there. There's so many links with labor Labor and manifestation. manifestation. You did a whole episode on it. Yeah. We should put that in the show notes. I will definitely number. Yeah. There's so many um, metaphors that can be used through this experience that oh. can apply to life, your life journey. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, your manifestation journey. Yeah. Right. Yes. Cause like you, you conceive an idea, <laughs> you conceive a desire, right. And then it grows and then it builds and you're like, hmm, I'd really like to do this thing. And then when it's time for it actually to happen, you're like, shit, I'm not ready for this. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> and it can sometimes be painful or confusing or frustrating yeah. or whatever. And then sometimes it takes that final push, that final leap or whatever it is. And then you receive you that, that beautiful there. bundle on the other side and that it's inevitable. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you have the desire, you gotta, you gotta go through the labor folks. You gotta go through it in order to get to the other side and have the baby. Yeah. So good. So good. And the vibrational piece is also so important because you think, right? Like the societal birth bias, all the media things push us down into the lowest possible vibration mm-hmm. around this topic, fear, disempowerment, a yeah. lot of guilt, a lot of mom guilt, you know, like they, they push a lot of um, guilt onto women. And that is all very 3d, low, low, low vibration. And in that, from that place, you cannot cope with pain as well. Right. Right. You are more afraid. You are Mm. way less able to cope with pain. You have way less perspective, but when you are up into a higher vibration and you actually understand the purpose of the pain and you feel empowered and you feel medical freedom and you feel optimistic and hopeful, like, that is going to give you, because I always say like your mindset is the lens through which you perceive your life in general, but of course also your birth experience. So it's like your mindset, your vibe, like it's all so connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is going to dramatically not only impact your experience, but how smooth and efficient this goes and literally the birth you're able to manifest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Ugh, I love it all so much. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so I want to know what's going on next with you, Corinne. Like, what's motivating you now? What's moving you forward? Like, tell us all the things and just give yourself the floor here. Let's let's hear all about all about you. Yeah, absolutely. So my newest venture, um, because the webinar, as you said, was 90 minutes and was already so jam-packed. And I really was feeling called to bring in the vibration conversation. And mm-hmm. that required a little bit of education because not everybody is using vibration in their day-to-day language. Right. right. So I was like, okay, I need, I can't make it like a two hour or two and a half hour plus a QA. Right. Like it's just right. jamming a little. So what I actually did is divided it up into five days. And so now we do a Facebook workshop, um, which is so much value. Like it ends up being two and a half hours. Every day is three, uh, 30 minutes. Okay. Um, and that is just so incredible. The vibe there, you know, the connection between women. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm building out also another membership site, another membership program called 5D Mamas Monthly, where mm-hmm. we talk about this stuff. We talk about ascension. We talk about vibration. We talk about manifestation. Right. We talk about how to be in control of our energy and emotions in a world that likes to manipulate them and, and kind mm-hmm. of maybe try to make us feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, just to, to ground into our empowerment and, and really become aware of our energy and how important that is. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that so much. And you have a book too, right? Yes. Yeah. Last year I wrote a book. I'm coming up on one year, which is Yay! So cool. like two months, two yeah. months from now, it'll be one year. So yes, that's called the badass birth goddess and that's available in paperback as well as audio book, which is my jam. And yeah. your mom is like, yes, audio book. Doing all the things. Um, yeah. So that's, those are basically my, my, my plugs. Yeah. Perfect. Well, and I'll, I'll include all of the information in the show notes. Um, so, you know, just scroll down, you can find all the ways to find Corinne and all of her amazing resources. I have to add something to this. Okay. So Corinne has, okay. Like, obviously you can tell on the show, Corinne's amazing and she's wonderful and amazing. Um, but her Instagram and her reels (laughs) are so good. I'm like, Corinne is amazing she's, she's, she's also really. like one of my favorite people yeah like Aww. she's just like her personality yeah uh, it's contagious like yeah just follow her for the reels if you're even, if you're a guy <laughs> listening if you're a guy listening you're like i'm never gonna have a ba- like i'm never gonna you know yeah just watch her for her reels and her <laughs> her content is so good yeah and like your personality is like really shining through it's really yeah. like sweet and like lovely and funny, really fucking funny. <laughs> so I just have to say, I just have to share that all those, we things. didn't give you an opportunity. Like it's hard, right? You guys can't see her. She can't do her, like her thing. That's here. true. That's so true. They can't see her. No, I forget. Cause they I can can't, see they just, you know, and also she's not making a reel for us right now. Right. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, it is true. And it is it's like this, one of the things that led us to you, really. That 90 minute that 90 minute oh. webinar of this like beautiful, lovely, bubbly that's like, I love my labor. I was like, what? Like, you know, she's so like her energy is so contagious, and, but yeah, it's like attractive. Very attractive, that yeah. high vibe, right? Oh, very attractive. You guys. So 
Yeah. Thank you so much. That is so kind of you to say. And yeah, I would say that Instagram is probably my favorite place to hang out. (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) definitely loving the reels. They are just as fun to make, I think, as they are to watch. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And all of any links, like anything that I'm doing and promoting and selling or, or even freebies and things are all linked all relevantly on that so Instagram, on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, which we will definitely link below in the show notes. So you can find, you'll definitely, definitely be able to access so. Corinne. Yeah. <laughs> you can find her from listening <laughs> to the show. Um, I just want to say thank you so much, Corinne. Like you have definitely led me personally down this path of that empowerment. Um, anytime I am given the opportunity to talk to anyone who's pregnant or like, I'll have friends send people my way that are like, oh yeah, Mickey killed her labor. Like go talk to her. So like, you know, I'll, I'll talk to people and I'm like, I can't shut up about it. Like I will talk people's ears off about this program, everything I learned in it and how, like I said at the beginning of the show, like how important it is to take this moment in your life seriously. Like you can have the most spiritual, enlightened, bonding, romantic, like just the most juicy experience of your life. Like don't miss out on that. You thought your wedding was fun. This is next level. Like (laughs) literally it's like 13, 400 levels up, you know, like it's like, it's not, it's hard to explain to people mm-hmm. unless you go through it. So I'm really passionate about this. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that you, that we were connected. Our guides brought each, us together and that um, we can continue to promote your program and that you can continue to help women shift into that 5D. Like I'm just, I'm so, so grateful for you and what you do. So thank you. Thank you for everything. You're welcome. Your thank life. you for saying all of that. That is so kind. Yeah. I mean it. Like <laughs> I really mean it. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll sign off unless you have anything else you'd like to add Corinne or. No, that's it for me. But thank you guys so much for having me. I don't think I've laughed this hard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. It's a gift. Thank you. Oh, so thank good. you honestly. So good. I, I hope the listeners found it that funny too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time. Um, all right. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. And as always, we wish you life, joy, and abundance. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, this is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.